What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you again, and we're here on our podcast And we're going to be in day 17, and we're going to be in Acts chapter 8. I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version. And so uh, we've got a a lot of scripture to read. And so let's just uh, dig in as we go through this. And Saul was there giving approval to his death. He's talking about Stephen's death. And on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him, but Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to the city in Samaria and proclaimed Christ there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said with shrieks. Evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is the divine power known as the great power. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his magic. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized. And he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. They had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you. Because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me. When they had testified and proclaimed the word of the Lord, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. So here in this passage, we are introduced to two different characters. First, we have Saul. And and Saul, we actually heard a little bit in the previous podcast of how Whenever they were stoning Stephen, uh, that they, they actually laid their garments at the feet of Saul. 
so that they could perform the stoning. And and this was a way, as we hear in verse 1, that Saul was actually giving his approval of the death of Stephen. And the result of this was this massive persecution that began to break out. Saul said, I will be the guy to head this up, and I will be the one to begin to do this. To He wanted to root out those that were followers of Christ. And in fact, you see a lot of the writings of this time uh, from even extra-biblical sources that this was a group that was called The Way, Josephus, who was a historian of, of this time. He wrote about those that were followers of the way, and they were that was a way that they described Jesus and, and those that were followers of Christ. And so here it was that whenever this persecution broke out, as this was in Jerusalem, this caused the spread of the church, and the church began to spread all throughout the area. They were going to Judea. They were going to Samaria, which would have been in the northern part of Israel. And and from this, you see how uh, Saul's intent was simply to destroy the church. That word destroy is this language of a, a lion tearing apart uh, a, its prey. It's totally devouring it. He's trying to totally destroy it so that there's nothing left that's there. And he was willing to separate families. He was willing to throw people into prison in this way. But as he's going through and trying to persecute the church, the church is actually growing. In fact, I think that's a testimony of sometimes persecution. We look so often in our Western minds, we look at persecution being something bad. But if you look throughout the history of the church, whatever persecution occurs, the church actually grows and thrives in it. You look at what's happened over in China. You look at what's happened in the Middle East where Christians are are basically losing their lives for the sake of the gospel. And yet you see how the church is exploding. Now, you're not going to see it everywhere. You're not going to see a church on every street corner like what we see here. No, but the underground church, those that are followers of Jesus that are behind the scenes, that that they are meeting and proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ to their friends and, and family members, it is exploding in these places where persecution is happening. And so because of that, what does it drive? Philip, Philip, he goes on his journey, and we see how this is a catalyst even for Philip as he's going along and sharing the gospel. And so he goes to Samaria, and when he goes to Samaria, he shares the gospel, and there's people that are getting saved. And there's a lot of people. And in fact, there were people that used to wonder, they used to show up to the magic show for Simon. And Simon began to see that his crowd was getting less and less. And so he starts to wonder what's going on. And he goes and he hears Philip. And in this moment, we see how he believes and he's baptized. Now, Simon was somebody that you have different views uh, according to this. There are some that may say, well, you know, Simon was... Uh, a believer, and because he was a believer, that he's just, he's immature in his faith. He thought 
that the way that for him to uh, to earn the gift of God was for something that he was to buy. And later on, we would see as well that uh, the way that he's kind of re- responding to from Peter is a little bit of this language of, well, you know, you're not really a follower of Jesus if you're thinking that this is the way that you are to do, you are to live. And there are some as well that would say, well, you know, it's uh, he was a, um, a believer, you know. So you have some of these different places on this, but here's what we know. What we do know in this moment is that there are sometimes instances where uh, we may feel like we have genuine faith, but if we get really into the heart of our lives, we get into really the motive of things, sometimes we're doing things to please others or ourselves before we're seeking to please the Lord. And we don't know the heart of Simon here in this moment. We don't know. We get an indication of what it is, but we don't. We don't know the exact heart, and just like we don't know somebody else's heart. But we do see some things along the way that may give us some pause. One was Simon thought that he could buy the grace of God. He thought that when he saw uh, the power that was being shown through Philip uh, and the power that was being shown through Peter and the laying on of hands and the, the gift of God of the Holy Spirit that was being imparted in that moment, he thought that that was something that he could buy, that Basically, it was going to be like another gimmick in his magic show. And, and so in some ways, whenever we're seeing this, we're, we're seeing a heart that, that really was seeking just to build himself up. Now, once again, as believers, do we do sometimes the same thing? Yeah, we do the same thing. We sometimes, if we're not careful, we try to put ourselves on the throne instead of surrendering to the lordship of Jesus Christ. And we can be guilty sometimes of the same things, of of trying to do things with the wrong motive. I guarantee you there are sometimes people that come to church with the wrong motive. They're trying to do it just for themselves. They're trying to do things. They want to look good in the community. They just want to uh, try and uh, maybe appeal and uh, please somebody else, please their husband, please their wife, please their mother, please their father. And yet the motive behind them is really dry. There's no fullness of God behind their motives. Now, they may be followers of Jesus Christ, but but their hearts are just pulled away, and they are, they're looking more at themselves than they are surrendering in that moment. Once again, we can all be in that place of this. And what Peter is calling out more in this time is this, repent, repent. So I think there's a call here for whether you are a follower of Jesus Christ or whether you're not a follower of Jesus Christ. The call is simply this. When you look back over your life, why are you doing what you're doing? If you are trying to earn grace, if you look back over your life and you've been trying to do things to try and earn your grace, earn your way with God, listen, you are doing exactly like what it talks about uh, in the Old Testament. You're trying to clean something up with a dirty rag. It doesn't work. You're trying to earn your own grace. And listen, 
You cannot earn the grace of God. It's a gift that's given to you that you receive. And so if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ and you're listening to this today and you do a heart checkup right now in your in your life and you look and you say, hey, that's the reason I've been doing things. I've been trying just to earn things. Listen, right now is a moment of salvation for you. You can repent. You can be forgiven. And you can just totally surrender right now in this moment to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I may have been doing this for the wrong reasons, the wrong motives, and I want to just surrender to you as Savior and Lord of my life. Friend, you can do that right now. You know what he'll do? The Bible says that if you repent of your sin, if you trust in Jesus Christ, you trust in the death, burial, and resurrection of him, that by grace alone, through faith alone, that you will be saved. But for us that are maybe believers as well, let's have maybe a heart checkup moment for us. Maybe sometimes the reason that we're doing some things is is that we have tried to put ourselves back on the throne or we're trying to please somebody else. We, We know that Jesus is Lord of our life, but we've just gotten to this place sometimes of just maybe dryness or and we're just in this place where we're, we're once again, we're trying to navigate, we're trying to grow spiritually, uh, but we still end up struggling with these thoughts. We still end up struggling with these motivations behind why we're doing what we're doing. And the reality is the call is for us to repent as well. It's not a repent of salvation to restore our relationship. It's a repent of fellowship. Lord, I recognize that my heart has been away from you. And here in this moment, I want to restore my fellowship with you. I want to come back to the heart of worship. I want to come back to the right motives and why I do what I do. And it's a refreshing experience for you in this time. And so once again, as we just come here to to God's word and we're just digging in, we can see there's the application that's here for us. Don't don't get caught up in doing things with the wrong motive. Let's do things to honor the Lord as followers of Jesus Christ. And if you're listening today and you've never, never taken that step to place your faith in him, you've been trying to earn the grace of God. Friend, let me just tell you, receive the gift of Jesus Christ. Receive the gift of eternal life that comes by the cross and the resurrection. Friends, thank you again for today. Thank you for this time. And we look forward to the next time that we can gather together and just dig into God's word as a church family as we're continuing in our Acts podcast. So God bless you guys and talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.